Welcome to the Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs podcast, a place for podcasters to learn what's actually working in the world of podcasting and how to use their podcast to generate consistent leads in their business. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited you're here. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the online space. Yeah, I used to be a high school English teacher. So very brick and mortar focused, very education focused. I left high school teaching, went to become a college professor. And eventually I realized everybody in the room didn't really want to be there. And I was teaching writing. Uh, I was teaching, you know, literature and writing to people who were just not really that interested. So I got to the end of one semester and I was like, why am I doing this? I think it was just like, I'm banging, I'm tap dancing up here for people who aren't that interested, you know? So, um, eventually I had this opportunity to work with two partners who, one of them was a business owner already. She had a brick and mortar fitness studio and she really needed help on the back end. So that's kind of how I left education and jumped into entrepreneurship, learning everything from, <laughs> Oh my God, everything from the ground up. And I had major imposter syndrome because I always thought like, who am I? I'm just a teacher. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have an MBA, but I really did learn from the inside out. My job at the fitness studio was operations and communications. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just because my brain is like naturally kind of sequential and I really love systems and it's all, it makes a lot of sense to me. And then the communications made a lot of sense because I used to be an English teacher and words are my Mm -hmm. thing, you know, words are my playground. Um, and one of the things that I really struggled with in that business was learning marketing. I hated the marketing part. I thought like, this sucks. This is for other people. And I used to, I used to listen to podcast after podcast about marketing. And one day I was sitting in my car in the chiropractor's parking lot. And I was just like sobbing, like marketing isn't for me. I can't do marketing. I'm too stupid to do marketing. And I really had a big story about marketing. And eventually I, and it really held me back. I will say it really held me back from doing marketing well in that business. Eventually I left that business. I had really burned out and I wanted to help people on a more one-on-one level. And Mm. so I was starting, it was going to start like an accountability coaching business for women Mm. who wanted to kind of just get their business off the ground without bumping into every brick wall that I had bumped into. Um, And I knew I had to figure out marketing. So I just did. I just decided I can figure this out. I can do it my way. And I just got, you know, I was an accountability coach and then a business coach, a general business coach. And then I just kind of was like, you know, what really makes me excited is when I talk about content and I'm, I help my <laughs> clients with their content and I help my clients with their ideas and I help my clients with their writing. And then I was just like, what if I, I mean, I, I still remember this at the end of 2019, I said to my marketing person, I'm like, what if I just leaned into just content creation. Can I do that? And so here I am like three years later, just doing content creation. I built my whole business around it. So that's what I'm doing now. I love that. The funny thing about that is like content and content marketing are like, you know, it's kind of, it goes hand in hand if you're creating like social media content. Right. So it's kind of funny that you struggled so hard with like marketing, but sometimes it's easier to market yourself than it is other people because you know, your business inside out versus like someone else's business. You're not you're not going to be as passionate about it, right? It's not your own. Well, I was a, I was a co-owner, so it was my business, but okay. I just had a, 
I needed to like, I guess I needed to go down in flames and realize like, you need to figure out marketing if you want your next business to be profitable. Right. And the other thing was we changed kind of times like 2013, 2014, 2015 marketing was different. Yeah, for sure. It was much more the wild West. Now it's really shifted. And I was like, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to do it the way that like, I didn't want it to feel like BS. I didn't want it to feel pushy. I didn't want it to be, I didn't want to have to be everywhere. So I just really worked hard to make it my own. And right, like, I didn't right. have a choice. If you want your business to, to survive, you need to market it. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. And you don't have to do it in a sleazy way and you don't That's have right. to do it how everyone else is doing it. There's ways to do it without social media if you don't like social media. So That's I right. love that. So I'm really excited to talk to you today about repurposing your podcast content because yep. I know this is something that a lot of people struggle with. They have all this content, but they don't know what to do with it. And then, you know, they're just constantly on that creation hamster wheel when they could be yes. reusing that content in strategic ways. So can you first tell us a little bit about how repurposing your podcast content can be a, a benefit to us? Yes. So if you are podcasting, you know that you're speaking to people who love to listen. That's their favorite way to receive information is through their ears, right? But that's not everybody's preferred way to absorb information. So as creators, one of the things we really need to think about is all of the people in our audience who, who want to hear what we have to share, there's all different kinds of ways that they'll take in that information. And it's really our job to honor that. And so if you're especially using your podcast to market your business, so I'm not really just talking here about people who have like a passion podcast. I'm really talking about people who want to use their podcast as a main marketing platform. Uh, it's an amazing, I think podcasting is an amazing main play. Like I mm -hmm. call it like your home base because right. it's so sticky and people can go back for years and re-listen. Right. But um, remember, like there's going to be other places that people want to consume the same stuff. So I want to talk about why repurposing is important because even though you think you've said something on a podcast once, or somebody you interviewed said an absolute gem on a podcast, just because you've put it out to the ethers doesn't mean it's landed anywhere or has stuck anywhere. And I always like to remind my clients, I don't know about you, but in my house, I have to say things 17 and a half <laughs> times before anybody like actually does anything with it. Mm. And so our audience really needs to, our audience can benefit from hearing the gems in our podcasts in more than one way. And also that gets us more juice. It gets us more, um, you know, longevity mm -hmm. in our stuff. So right. it can just, not only is it stickier for people and it's more resonant, um, it just helps us have to create less. Yeah. yeah. It, it helps get off that, that hamster wheel of just constantly mm -hmm. feeling like you have to do something new and create something new. And like most podcasts typically are weekly podcasts, mm -hmm. but I just, you know, you don't need to be creating like new social content for, you know, you can use your episodes. I feel like people aren't tying the two together. They're, they have their podcast, they have their social, they have their email, they have all this stuff, but none of it is like oh, meshed together. Right. So it's yeah. like, there's creating a, so much content and for what? <laughs> well, I think the reason that they do that is they don't, they think they, there's a belief that, or they want permission to, um, say it more than once. And like, I'm not supposed, I'm supposed to be baking the bread from scratch on every platform I'm on. And that is not true. It doesn't mean you have to say it in the same way every single time, 
but it is really important to understand that like you can send an email out either about your podcast, announcing it or pulling out a gem from it or pulling Mm -hmm. out a quotation and going a little bit deeper on it. There's so Mm -hmm. many things that you can do with the content that's already there. You do not need to be baking the bread from scratch every single time. I love that. That's, it's really important and really true. And something a lot of people forget. They just think they're always having to create new stuff. You don't really have to. So let's talk about like some of the different ways to actually repurpose your podcast content and give it more bang for its buck, essentially. Yeah. So one of the things I would say is you've got to be promoting your podcast someplace. So you're probably on a platform where you're doing that. So um, maybe you are on LinkedIn because that's where your audience for your podcast would be, or you're even on the socials like linked, I'm sorry, TikTok or Instagram or even Facebook, but you're, or well, I'll get to Pinterest in a minute. So you're, your podcast needs to be promoted and seen so that people know you have a podcast. So that's the first thing. If you're going to repurpose on the socials, it's not just, here's my podcast, go listen to it. It's you pull out a gem of a nugget that you said, or somebody else who was on your podcast stated, or an insight that you had because you did this interview with somebody, or your podcast, especially if you have a guest, is a way to kind of feature someone else, right? It's a way to give somebody else the spotlight. And so there's so many things that you can do with your podcast besides just say, here's this week's podcast, here's this week's podcast. It's I really want people to think about, this is something that podcasters are not taught. Features versus benefits. Features are the things that are part of the podcast. My podcast drops on Thursday mornings. It's available at six o'clock. It's 12 minutes long. You can find it on all of these channels. Those are like the features of my podcast. But the benefits of listening to my podcast are, and that's where you really want to spend your time in your repurposing. Like why, if you can answer in all of these other platforms, why you should listen, what are the takeaways? How will this make your life or business better? Those are, if you can pull those nuggets out and start to share those in your, you know, in your LinkedIn post or your Instagram reel and say, Hey, this week we talked about X, Y, and Z, and you're going to want to tune in because you're going to understand A, B, and C that you've never been able to understand before. People who have podcasts have never been taught that. So that's a really important switch to make. That is the basis for your repurposing. So it's not just like, I love this quote or here's this person and their expertise. It's, this is why you want, people are always wondering what's in it for me. And that's what you have to break down for them. Is it more work? Yes, but it gets (laughs) more juice out of your podcast Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. keep promoting that podcast over and over again, because this is the, this is the juice you're going to get from it. So that's one thing. The other thing is to think about Pinterest, right? Like Pinterest is a place where people go when they're searching for something really specific and your podcast, it's not like a story. It's not like an Instagram story that's going to disappear in 24 hours. It's there until you take it down. Mm -hmm. So your, your pins on Pinterest can link people back to your podcast. Right. And it's just always alive for them. Whether that podcast was um, published two years ago, they might still be searching for the thing you talked about in that podcast and find you for the very first time with an old podcast. So using Pinterest in that way is a driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pinterest yeah. is great. 
The other thing that people don't think about when they're repurposing is not everybody, you know, sometimes I want, I've heard about a podcast that's like a really juicy podcast, but I don't want to sit and listen to it. So I just want to scan it and read it. So all of my podcasts are transcribed yep. and it's not hard to do. You go to Otter AI and you upload it and you clean it up and then you can post it as a blog which works for many, on many levels, like that increases the SEO of your website. Okay. It's driving people to your website. And for those people who are readers, they can scan and get what they need from it and interact with your content without, you know, having to listen. Cause maybe they're not listeners. Yeah. And the last thing I always suggest to people, uh, is when I do my interviews or when I do my podcast, I, I videotape myself too. So I'm talking and I'm getting the, the video and so everything is repurposed on YouTube. And then of course, repurposed for reels and TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like they're all repurposed in a lot of different ways, but all it takes is for you to decide, you know, where is my audience? What are my platforms? Where do I want to be? And if those are, if those are the platforms that you want to be on, how can you set up your podcast to repurpose to those specific platforms? Right. Yeah. I think that's important. I think for accessibility purposes, is really a big thing because I just interviewed someone to talk about show notes and that's a huge thing with accessibility. You want to make sure you're meeting people where they're at. Not everyone wants to listen. Not everyone can, you know, they're that's right. deaf people. Um, so you want to meet people where they're at and repurposing gives you that opportunity to do so because you get a blog post out of it you can get some video clips out of it. You get the actual episode itself out of it. So there's so many great benefits about repurposing. So when you are using video content, typically, do you just use straight from the um, episode that you recorded or do you recommend like recording, like, for example, for reels, like, you know, people do a little pointing things like, do you recommend <laughs> like having, have, pulling gems from the episode and using it like with yourself at a different time? Or do you recommend just like pulling actual clips or both? That's a really great question. And what I recommend is based on what your capacity and your comfort is. So some people would be really comfortable recording themselves having an interview like this, right? And they've recorded it and they can repurpose the, you know, they can pull out the, they, if they're tech savvy enough, or they have a VA who's tech savvy enough, they can pull out those, you know, that 30 seconds or 23 seconds or whatever, and use it that way. But if they are never going to get on video of themselves saying the thing over mm -hmm. again, just to camera, or they're not like pointers or dancers <laughs> or singers or like voiceover people, like they're never going to do it. So I right. just think the only way to keep this sustainable for you is to create a system on platforms that works for your personality and your strengths. Like I am never going to dance. I'm never going to point. I'm never going to lip sync and that's okay. So what, what has been working for me is to pull out that raw footage from mm. our conversation and just break it down into snippets. And then we put, um, captions over it so people right. can read it as well. And right. so that is the most important thing. What will work for you? Yeah. I love that. And, and in podcasting, audiograms are really common. Oh yeah. Videograms are becoming a little more common too, which is kind of what you're talking about. And, yeah. you know, like for me, the reason that I have a podcast is so that I don't have to look pretty all the time. So <laughs> I do record the audio and video, but I never, ever use the video ever. Um, just because half the time I'm in workout clothes. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> but, um, I think it's, it's good to have. And, you know, if you want to, for me personally, the, the way I like to do it is, you know, I will, 
come and later on and have make some kind of real it doesn't have to be me mm -hmm. it could be just like a background and have like key points from the episode so there's so many different ways to really repurpose with video especially if you are not a video person because a lot of podcasters right. aren't so you don't have to that's where they chose podcasting yeah exactly so you don't you don't have to you don't have to feel obligated to be on video but definitely yeah. definitely definitely have some at least some form of uh show notes like that is a non-negotiable you don't have I to think do video non-negotiable but but show notes, hundred percent non-negotiable. Yeah. So I know you have a content repurposing system. Can you share a little bit more about that and what that entails? Yeah, well, absolutely. I'm really uh, transparent with my repurposing system. So the way that I teach content is um, I have what's called a home base content, right? Like this is my, it's my, it's the place that I'm creating for first. So right. I create my uh, podcast first. Yep. That's my biggest, chunkiest, lengthiest piece of content for the week. I have a theme for the month and then I've broken down that theme into four or five subtopics. And then my podcast is like one of those mini subtopics. Mm -hmm. So that's my, that's my home base. Then I break it up and cut it down. So basically a podcast will turn into, like I said, the video will go to YouTube, the, um, transcript will be kind of zhuzhed up into a blog that will go on my website. And then it will all be kind of distilled down into like a 500 word email. Mm -hmm. So like I can tell my audience, hey, if you're struggling with X, Y, and Z, or here's an X, Y, Z story, you're going to be really interested in this week's guest. If you listen, you're going to learn A, B, and C. So mm -hmm. you can do X, Y, and Z. So right. You get in them, you're getting them over there. Like they're like, Oh, here's some things that you're going to learn, yes. but you don't give them every single detail. No, you entice them. No. Yeah. And if you want to read it, I always say, you know, like choose your own adventure. You can read, watch or listen. Right. So they right. have choices. Um, but the email is just to let them know it's available. And this is why you want to listen. Then from there, I pluck out things. Um, you know, like that's when I take the transcript and I can really, I highlight what I want for reels. And I'm getting, again, I, I think I've said this before, but like, I have a team, I'm not doing this all myself. <laughs> if I were doing this all myself, it would be a podcast and probably an email. The and end. that's, that's it, all yeah. I could handle. Um, so I pull out the gems. I highlight the, you know, the highlights for the reels. Uh, I pull out what I want social posts to be, and we've got static social posts. We can turn them into graphics, right? Like, so that you've got the carousels, if you really want to do carousels or an audiogram, but basically the socials are the last piece because mm -hmm. they're just the pulled out nuggets right. from that home-based content. Right. So that's my system. Yeah. I think that's, that's super simple super manageable. And like, I love that you, you said you start with your home base. My podcast is also my home base, but I also mm -hmm. have two podcasts, actually three podcasts. So, so uh, I have a little, little bit more going on there, but yeah, I think it's important to have a home base that whether that's your podcast or your blog or your YouTube channel, just having that one and then repersing it to others. So for example, like obviously everyone here podcast person, but if you are a right. YouTube person, like you could use your YouTube video and turn it into a podcast episode, Exactly. turn it into, you know, a blog, social media, media blog, social posts, yeah. yeah, everything. So you can YouTube take whatever, shorts, whatever that is and take it and make it into several different things. We do not need to be yeah. constantly, constantly, constantly no. trying to create new content, more content. Like if you're creating one weekly podcast episode, one weekly YouTube video, whatever that may be, like 
that's use that use that and run with it you don't need to be creating like five different episodes a week or five different blog posts a week that's too much (laughs) it is too much and you're going to burn out but the thing Mm -hmm. is people will say to me at this point but won't my audience get bored no and i i I always want to say first of all at this point on the socials, did you know we're down to less than 1%? It's 0.7% of your followers actually see anything you post organically. So there's that. Even on email, even if you have an amazing email open rate of like 38, 40%, that's still 60% of the people on your list who haven't heard anything from you, right? And and unfortunately, email open rates are not reliable right now (laughs) anyway. That's right. There's so much going on with that. So it's Um, just- And the other thing- The, the one last thing I wanted to say about that is I want everybody listening to think about the person that they love listening to. They've heard that person's story 17 times, right? They've, they love this person. If people love your content, they're going to love your content times two times three. Like they're really just taking it in. And remember people need to hear things at, you know, seven, eight, nine different touch points before they actually can absorb it. So it's really okay you don't have to be afraid of turning people off by reusing your content. Yeah, I think that's that's important. And I that's something I run into frequently. So one of one of our services that we do with our current clients is we pitch them to be on other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And our clients are always like, Well, should I share this with my audience? Like I already shared like, you know, the couple previous ones. And I'm talking about the same thing. It's like, yes, you might be talking about the same thing, but you didn't say it the exact same way every single time. So you might have someone might have been able to pull out something else from you that another person didn't, they likely did. Um, you know, your basis is the same, but you definitely have some nuggets that you probably insert into each episode without even realizing it. So yes, you should share because you know, you're making that commitment, but that's something a lot of people are like, but I'm just saying the same thing. It's like, yeah, it's similar, but it's not the exact same thing. Like you're not a robot. You're not going to just say the exact same thing every time you're going to have some different things that come out. So yeah. So yeah, I think, I think that's helpful for sure. Um, so I love this. I think this is really, really important. I think it makes it so much more manageable, so much easier, and it makes it so that, you know, your podcast is really just acting as the way to get your stuff out to people. And then you're just taking it, put chunking it up, putting it on other platforms. And so that you're showing up and you're, you're constantly showing up, but it's not like, you're not like feeling overwhelmed. It's like, oh my gosh, I need to create content specific to Instagram every yes. single week or specific to YouTube every single week or specific to whatever every single week. Cause that's just overwhelming and not manageable team for not, honestly, I have a team myself. And <laughs> if someone asked me to do different content on every channel or like every platform that I'm on, I would be like, we're not doing no. it. So you would so, just yeah. quit. You'd yeah. have to quit. <laughs> yeah. Like our, our job is Part of our job is content creation, but it's not our entire job. So that's right. It's my entire job because that's what I do for a living. (laughs) Right. But even I am like, oh my God, I just need a break or, oh my God, I can't keep up and I need to scale back. And so that I just really want to preach this stuff because people have these expectations of themselves or they compare themselves to huge internet gurus Mm, who are doing mm -hmm. things that if you don't have a seven figure business with a humongous team and people like really dedicated to this stuff, you'll never be able to do right. that. Right. You can't, yeah, you can't expect to be recording, pumping out like 60 TikToks a week and 50 <laughs> Instagram reels and like seven episodes. Like, no, that's just not going to work as a solo business owner. Or even if you do have a small team, like 
you know, unless everyone's working 24 seven, not sleeping, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're not going to be able to do that. So, yeah. yeah. So I love that. I think it's just makes it so much more manageable and easy and, you know, people, that's a big concern. Like, how am I going to keep up with my podcast? That's like, well, Mm -hmm. use your podcast as your main thing. And then everything else is supplemental. So that's, that's a great way to reframe it. So I always like to ask everyone that comes on the show, what their favorite podcast is, because this is a podcast about podcasting. So I'd love Mm -hmm. to know what is your favorite or favorites um, that you currently are listening to? I have to say it changes. It it really does change. And it (laughs) it really depends on like what mood I'm in. Cause sometimes I'm a little burned out from business podcasts. Same, 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 same. And so sometimes I need like a spiritual podcast or I need like, um, oh my God, sometimes I just found, this is so dumb. I'm actually kind of ridiculous that I'm sharing this. So I used to watch Seinfeld back in the Mm, uh nineties and I just, I just found it on Netflix again and I started going through it. And then I realized there's a podcast about Seinfeld where they break down (laughs) each episode and they like give you all the behind the scenes. So I love a good behind the scenes, like the office ladies or, um, yes, I was about to mention um, that. (laughs) Uh, part, there's a parks and rec one. So I love to know like the behind the scenes stuff. And then I will sometimes listen to like celebrity podcasts, like Rob Lowe has a podcast mm-hmm. that I really mm-hmm. like and he's entertaining and I love Rob Lowe. Um, but sometimes I really get mad at celebrity podcasts because I feel like, oh my God, you're taking up space from a real podcast or, or like they're so arrogant <laughs> right? or there's a million right? ads. So sometimes and, I just yeah. get annoyed and then I'm like, I'm done with this podcast. So it changes <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I, I agree. Mine do too. I go through seasons too. I was just saying in our, my last interview, like I, you know, I'm not always in the mood for businessy stuff, but I'm always in the mood for like true crime. I'm always in the mood oh, for, yeah. I'm always in the mood for like, uh, lately I've been in the mood for like a lot of mother, motherhood stuff. I have a two-year-old mm-hmm. and he's oh. going through those really big emotions right now. <laughs> so I'm currently seeking like podcasts and information on how to like handle those big emotions and things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm the same way. My, my listening kind of changes depending on the season of life that I'm in. Um, but yeah, I'm also in the season. I'm not really listening to much businessy stuff. Like the only businessy stuff I'm listening to is like leadership focused Mm because I'm, you know, I'm leading a team of pen now. So Mm. I think that's important to always stay up to date on, but I'm not listening to like your typical businessy podcast anymore. Like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not, not that I'm above it, but I'm a little beyond that point. So yeah. So I think, I think that's a good point, Jenny, because we have to remember as podcasters, like our audience is going to either outgrow us or like they, they will have heard us say the same thing several times. So they just kind of move on. And then there's room for more people. to come. And in, so yeah. our, our own habits kind of reflect what our audience's habits in. And mm-hmm. so it's really okay if our audience fluctuates, it's normal. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, like my podcast is about starting a podcast and growing your podcast, but if you're, mm-hmm. if you stop podcasting or you decide you didn't don't want a podcast at all. You're like, oh, this doesn't seem like it's for me. They're not going to keep listening. So where they learned um, everything they needed to learn yeah, and they've got, exactly. you know, somebody else. It's just, exactly. that's just, I, I hate when people say like, oh, I only got 50 downloads. I'm like that's 50 people who never would have heard from you if you didn't have a podcast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I always put it in perspective of like, think about being in a room talking to 50 people, like that's kind of scary, right? Yes. <laughs> like for yes. most people that, unless you are a person who loves public speaking, that's a little scary. And that's a little like, but that's a lot of people, 50 people. So like, don't discount your numbers. Cause that's not bad at all. Like, that's right. You know, if you have one listener and it's probably you, then yeah, I can, I can understand your concerns, <laughs> but 50 is not, no, not bad at all. <laughs> right. So, right. 
Awesome. So tell us where we can find you. So your website, yeah. your favorite place to hang out, and I will make sure to link everything in the show notes as well. Wonderful. Thanks. Well, one of the things that most people struggle with, no matter what kind of content they're creating is how to create it, how to plan it out, how to do it you know, how to get the ideas and how to harness the ideas. So I created something called the customized content planner, which just really easily breaks down and actually talks about repurposing too. So I always encourage people to go download that and you can get that at jenliddy.com slash content planner. And basically it takes you through, it gives you examples of how to realistically um, plan your content so that you're not just constantly swirling and overwhelmed. It's not some enormous Google doc, right? So that's a place I would love for people to go is jenlady.com. And then I'm on in, I'm kind of everywhere. If you search jenlady coach, you're going to find my content. So if you're on TikTok or you're on Instagram or Facebook, jenlady coach, um, I think on TikTok, I'm content creation made easy. And then, you know, I'm in, I'm in the, the typical places, but most people look, uh, most people are Instagram people. So yeah, yeah. you can find me at Jen Liddy coach right there. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here today. And thanks for having you. Yeah. Thanks you too. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player, like Apple podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave a review. You can find us at savvy podcasting for entrepreneurs.com and on Facebook at Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs and Instagram at Savvy Podcasting. Make sure to join our free Facebook community for podcasters by going to SavvyPodcastingForEntrepreneurs.com slash community and join in on the exclusive community just for Savvy Podcasting for Entrepreneurs listeners. I'll see you there.